From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. Seriously, make it stop. Thankfully, there's one company out there that's giving you a much-needed break. It's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just $15 a month. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. That's mintmobile.com slash switch. Welcome back to The Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today is Monday, June 29th, 2020. Saturday was June 27th, which means that it was the birthday of Lucille Clifton, who was born on June 27th of 1936. She died in February of 2010, and she was a great American poet uh, and writer from New York. She was also Poet Laureate of Maryland, and she was twice a finalist for the Pulitzer Prize for Poetry. And today, in uh, recognition of her birthday uh, a couple days ago, I'm going to read her poem, Blessing the Boats. It's a short little poem that was published in her collection, Blessing the Boats, in uh, 2000. It goes like this. At St. Mary's. May the tide that is entering even now, the lip of our understanding, carry you out beyond the face of fear. May you kiss the wind, then turn from it, certain that it will love your back. May you open your eyes to water, water waving forever. And may you, in your innocence, sail through this to that. This poem, which is about, well, boats, obviously, uh, <laughs> has, a, has a lovely little cadence to it that reminds me of waves hitting the shore, rolling in, pausing for a second, rolling back out. There's a sort of a regular pattern to the, to the lines, to the meter of the lines, much like the waves have an irregular pattern as they hit the shore. So the first line, may the tide. The first wave comes a little small, just three words. Then the second line, that is entering even now. So the next wave comes in, goes out. And then the next line is even longer, the lip of our understanding. And then the fourth line is carry you out. And the fifth line is beyond the face of fear. And then we have a shifting. There could have been punctuation there, but there wasn't. We have a shifting to the line, may you kiss. But the, this cadence, as I said, suggests the coming and going of waves. I've been trying to figure out if maybe the first line is the coming in and the second line is the going out, or if each individual line represents the coming in and going out of waves. But either way, the patterns, the, the patterns of meter that Clifton offers are suggestive of that irregular, the irregularity of, of, of waves. And of course, this poem reads like a benediction, right? It reads like something you might say at the, the uh, end of a church service, at the end of a liturgy, or at a graduation, or, you know, something like that. May you, may you, may you. Then, of course, underneath that benediction, that blessing, is the suggestion that the sea is dark and dangerous, potentially violent, that when you set out to sea, one never knows what you're going to encounter, encounter uh, whether you're going to make it back, in what shape you're going to make it back. And there's a, there's a blog called Better Living Through Beowulf, 
which has a blog post on this, this poem that I wanted to share something with you. This particular writer, who's named Robin Bates, writes this. It is not, of course, about boats. It is about people venturing into the unknown and about other people, those who love them, letting them go. The adventurers may be fearful and they may be passing beyond the lip of our understanding, but they can rest assured that they will have the wind of love of their parents, teachers, and friends supporting them. Those who are waving from the shore ask only for a momentary kiss and then accept that our children and students will be focused on the horizon and on the water, water waving forever. I love the image of the wind. The blogger goes on, Robin Bates goes on, a divine spirit that propels and that will be with them always. I also enjoy Lucille's wordplay and love your back. The your sounds like a dialectical you, pointing to confidence that love will remain even when the one who loves is absent. But it also functions as a possessive pronoun. You can go forth confident because we have your back. On the surface, it seems like a poem like this, a short little poem like this, just 12 lines or so, would be uh, the ideal poem for a short podcast like this. And yet it strikes me as the kind of thing where it goes along with Mark Twain's thing where he said, I was going to write a, a short letter to you, but I didn't have time. So I wrote a long one <laughs> because to be, to be, to write something short is to be precise if you do it right. And that often takes a great deal of time and effort. And you can see Clifton's ability in being able to craft a short, to the point, distinct but very meaningful poem in just these these short number of lines. And of course, even with 12 lines, some of them are, are the lines themselves are quite short, uh, but you can see Clifton's, Clifton's skill. So uh, I'll read it one more time for you. Lucille Clifton's Blessing the Boats at St. Mary's. May the tide that is entering even now, the lip of our understanding, carry you out beyond the face of fear. May you kiss the wind, then turn from it, certain that it will love your back. May you open your eyes to water, water, waving forever. And may you, in your innocence, sail through this to that. This has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening, and I will be back tomorrow with another poem for you.